welcome. Grounded is a podcast by Inspiring Time for coffee-loving, adventurous souls who expect to live their best life. I'm your host, Amber Card, and alongside my husband, Christopher, we will share how we handle high-stress living with intention. Listen weekly as we dive into our military family lifestyle, where simple entertaining and hospitality, grilling out, gardening, marriage, and healthy living are a must. Expect a healthy dose of honesty, snarky comments, and lots of laughter. Now, on to the show. Welcome back. It is just me today. Christopher is actually out flying, but I have a really fun podcast today. Great information you're going to want to hear because I think everybody can use it this time of the year or any time of the year, actually. On Inspiring Time this month, we're talking all things simple holiday. Simply holiday, simply holiday. How many of us, raise your hand, overcomplicate this entire holiday season, right? There is always one more thing to do, one more gift that you forgot to make, or purchase, or wrap, insert here, and it is hard. You can put so much blame on yourself not doing the things you think you're supposed to be doing. So let's rewind a second. Instead of thinking you have to do those things, let's change our mindset just a little bit. This is the season of giving. You should be giving yourself, but you can't give all of yourself. I love the the visualization of you cannot give anything if you are empty. Let's picture a vase and it's being filled up by a pitcher of water. If you just barely fill it up enough to where if you jiggle the table, it sloshes over a little bit. That's kind of what the holiday season looks like for a lot of us. We have just barely enough joy and happiness and giving spirit to just slosh a little. Okay, what if you let that pitcher completely run you over, run the vase, sloshing water everywhere all the time? It's almost like you're a fountain. And by taking a few minutes and realizing what brings you happiness, what brings you joy in this time of the year, that, that is how we're going to live a more simple holiday. When you take that time to fill yourself up, this holiday is truly going to be what it's meant to be, a time of giving, a time of laughter, a time of happiness. So take that time. And today I want to share with you actually What's in a song? This month, I chose not to write a blog every um, week. So what I did was outline the month on Inspiring Time and just give you a breakdown of what each week is going to look like. Last week, we didn't do a whole lot. I just wanted to introduce the topic of Simply Holiday. What does that mean? It means it's something that has to come from within. So if you're not taking the time to fill yourself up with the things that you feel like matter and bring you happiness, you absolutely are going to find a hard time giving, 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 okay? Did you know by the age of eight, your body, your brain 
will dump the neurons that it feels like are not being used. Children can actually learn music and language so much easier before the age of eight. So if you have a young child at home, um, know somebody, maybe you mentor a young child, take the time to introduce rhythm, a new language, even if it's just basics in um, Spanish or French or name which one speaks to you the most. (laughs) Ha ha. See what I did there? Speaks to you. Number two. Did you know that the oldest instrument is 40,000 years old? It's a bone flute from a vulture. National Geographic uh, led me on to this little detail. Can you imagine? They were so starved for something firing in their brains, the neurons firing, that they created their own musical instrument to find enjoyment. So what's in a song? What can we take from a song? If you're like our family, you get in the car and the radio may be cranked up or cranked down, depending on what you were listening to the time before when the car stopped. But it never fails. One of the kids' most favorite songs come on the radio and we are jamming out before we know what to do. We crank the radio up. Um, Of course, I'm, you know, being responsible, eyes on the road. Fingers may be tapping, but the kids love that. We don't crank it up so loud that it hurts anybody's ears, but they enjoy moving and singing, and I highly encourage uh, dance time, sing-along time. It really helps the neurons fire. And when you think back in years to come, you will probably look back on those memories very fondly. And if that song comes back on the radio or it's something you have saved on your phone or who knows what technological device we'll have at that point, you're going to, you're going to get that smile back on your face. It's actually going to help build neurons back in your own brain. It's something that the brain goes, oh, wait. I'm actually using those. Maybe we need to rebuild those. It's actually scientifically proven that that happens. So for for this podcast, no musical skills are required. You don't need to know how to play play an instrument or even sing on pitch. All you need to know is that rhythm and music make you move, tap your toes, and it's working your brain in turn. It also reduces stress, it can reduce pain, and actually symptoms of depression. I know that right now, I I feel like I'm living in a kind of a hard space. We've just moved. I don't have an immediate group of friends that we can do things. I have friends here, but they're not all people that I can just say, hey, let's go grab coffee because that's not what we're doing right now. I find that I start my morning, actually the entire family starts their morning, with very quiet music. It's usually very new agey, Inya-inspired, Lorraine McKinnett, I'll get her name right, and it's just very soft, it's tranquil, it's the way that we have always started our morning for the past, well, since Christopher and I have been married, so over 13 years. We drink our coffee quietly. We can check in on the news if we want. Maybe there's a game that we play to wake up our brains and we're listening to music. So our, you know, and as you hear repeated songs, 
It also reminds you of these quiet times. So it puts us in a nice spot to start the day. And a lot of people start their day with news. Maybe that's the only time you can get it in. But I highly encourage you to take one or two days a week to where what you listen to in the morning, what you're feeding your brain is so important. And if you're hearing a lot of yelling in the morning, angry time, that's not a great way to get your brain going on a happy route. So take the time, figure out what music style would fit your personality in the morning. I suggest not using anything with words. So what you're listening to is rhythm, um, the actual instrument itself. That's going to help put you in the mindset you want to, you need your day to be in. Now on Christopher Jr.'s football game days, Last year, we would, it was usually college game day. So we would have our quiet music on for about not very long. And we would realize that, you know what, it's time for pump up music. It's your walkout music time and you need to be pumped up. And that's the beauty of music. You can actually flip the switch, turn on whatever that looks like um, that pumps you up, gets you excited, gets the endorphins going. Listen to that. What you're about to tackle for the day denotes what you need to listen to. Um, That's going to release the endorphins that's going to give you that jolt to really get going. So here is my practice or challenge that I am going to give you today. I've given this to our children a few times, and it totally stresses our son out. And I felt so bad the very first time making him do this because I thought, oh, he hates it. He wasn't good at it. I know that about his personality now. He wants to ace everything. And if he doesn't think he's done it right, then he's failed. So it's something that um, there again, not only Does music calm your spirit sometimes? But it can make you really antsy. That's where you need to know what triggers you and what makes you feel calm or upbeat. So here's the challenge. I'm going to list in the notes a few choices of music that you could try out. And all you're going to need is a piece of paper. I take colored pencils. You can use markers, just a pencil, um, pen, whatever you have handy. You need, a, you need a utensil that makes marks on a paper, and then you need a piece of blank paper. You're going to turn on the music. You're going to listen to it one time through and really listen. This is a time that your brain should be calming down and simply focusing on the music at hand. And then the second time through, maybe you don't need to listen to the whole thing. But get your brain in a space to where on the second time through, you draw. You don't have to be an artist. I don't want you to be an artist. It's about lines. It's about feeling the music. And if you're drawing little stick figures jumping up and down, fantastic. If, you are, if you've drawn a beautiful portrait scene, okay. Whatever that music makes you feel and just draw. A lot of times I shared with the with our kids when we did this that they should just take a line, any line, whether it's a zigzag, if it's really um, harsh beats or dramatic beats, or maybe when it gets more like a lullaby, 
sound, something soft and soothing. Maybe it's rolling waves. But that's where our son got so upset with himself. He did not understand what these lines meant. He could not put it on paper. So then I gave him a box of crayons and I said, you know what? While this is on, just color. And he did much better with that because his brain was not trying to figure out each little thing that stressed him out. So take this exercise, share it with your family. Right now is the perfect time. We have Christmas music going I would say about 30% of the time, as long as Christopher Card Sr. is not around, because I'll turn it off then. It totally, he he wants to see Thanksgiving happen before he can listen to Christmas music. Uh, specifically, Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer, which I posted, I think, last week. Also, if you have family members that may be struggling with Parkinson's or Alzheimer's, it is actually... Several studies have been done, not just by me, by actual scientists, showing that your brain responds to maybe don't give them classical music to listen to. Think of songs that would have been in their childhood growing up. The, those musical pieces actually trigger their memories, which actually bring them back sometimes um, to the present. And it's through those memories that they can communicate. Now, I'm not saying that that would work for every instance, and I'm not saying that you'll see any results from that. So there's my disclaimer. But playing music that helps them feel safe and secure, something that might bring them back, might be a very calming ritual for you to do. And it is actually studied that it it potentially helps rebuild those neurons. What's in your song? What makes you happy? What makes you sad? Sometimes it's okay to turn on music that you know is going to invoke really sad thoughts. Maybe you need to have that minute just to clear your brain. Whatever's really frustrating you, go ahead, listen to that music, get it out. And then you're able to start anew. And I know that this time of the year with Christmas and all the songs and the scents that go along with this holiday, having a time to connect with those memories is so important and is really what puts us in a great place to do our best in the way of giving. What can we give? First and foremost, in order to give yourself, you need to be in a place that you can give yourself. So give yourself grace. Know that this this season is going to be way different than what we've ever experienced before. Be prepared for that. Get your mind in the right place to have a simply beautiful holiday. Now, for the very first time, Christopher and I received fan mail. I was over the top excited and elated because it has to do with what's in my coffee cup. My dear fan writes in, please enjoy this coffee from a coffee shop in Canton, North Carolina called Paper Town. And the actual bag says um, Mountain Air Roasting. It's from Asheville, North Carolina, the actual roaster. And this particular bag is Black Mountain. It tastes like chocolate and cherry, all those notes. It actually originated, the beans did from Columbia. Y'all, this is a cup of joy. Absolutely, it's aromatic. It's sweet, 
but not in the sense of I've dressed my coffee with um, milk and sugars. It is, but the actual roast itself has this lovely sweet tone to it, and it is delicious. So thank you, Canton, North Carolina, for our fan mail. Um, if you're ever that way, definitely check out Paper Town Coffee in Canton, North Carolina. I am sure it will delight your senses. Now, next week, coming up, it is all about giving and gifting. So join us then. We're going to have some fun thoughts on how you can make that a little bit easier, right? And don't forget, on Friday, we got a little off last week, but Friday is our Friday conversation, and I am joined with one of my dear friends from Warner Robins, Georgia, and she is sharing all things music and how you can support your community in those musical endeavors. So y'all, we are loaded this week with great information. I cannot wait to see you on Inspiring Time, and don't forget, tomorrow is Wind Down Wednesday, so we'll see you then. How do you find us? Don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast directory. I'll post notes on the blog, Inspiring Time, and you can find the link below. If you're on social media, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. If you enjoyed the show, then please leave us a rating and review. We enjoy your feedback. Thanks for listening.